Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. My name is Sato Mäkinen and I'm the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, the first of its kind beauty challenge showcasing the incredible 100% and in some cases 99% natural cosmetics from the Nordic countries. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Kristin Olisher, the founder of the Danish natural cosmetics brand Honningpala. In this episode, Kristen will share what's new with Honningpala and her view on the Danish solid cosmetics market. And we will also dive into a conversation about the importance of transparency and authenticity. Very interesting topics indeed. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast, Kristen. It's so amazing to have you back here again. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to be back. I was looking forward to just uh, continue telling my story. Yeah, exactly. So whoever didn't listen another episode yet, Kristen was a guest roughly a year ago in the podcast. And there's quite the long version of this story and about your beekeeping that you do as well, which is quite exciting and interesting thing as well. But to those listeners that haven't listened to the earlier episode, could you briefly tell a little bit about your background and this beekeeping? My name is Christine and uh, my company is called Honningperla. I am uh, from Denmark. My background is uh, beekeeping. Actually, I'm a beekeeper. I started with uh, beekeeping in 2016, just kind of for fun, you can say, just to explore what it is to take care of bees. And then suddenly, uh, out of that, I developed a passion for beekeeping. And uh, when you are with the bees and you focus so much on the beekeeping and taking care of the bees, you kind of forget about the rest around you and time just flies and it's like yoga it's just so relaxing to be with the bees and in nature and out of there i develop a passion for the uh, traditional things like honey and beeswax and then i thought that why not using these ingredients which are actually super known and well known and uh, perfect for your health and um modernize them again and giving them a new look just tell people that hey you can actually have natural care products with so few ingredients that you actually understand the ingredients list <laughs> so and they work yeah that's amazing i mean obviously i never understood how beekeeping can be relaxing as a yoga because i'm a bit nervous around bees yeah but i guess you get used to it yeah because you focus so much on uh, one thing because if you have to find the queen for example <laughs> which is really not easy hmm. in the middle of 150,000 bees Ula. um it's just the only thing you focus on and already that is amazing yeah relaxing mm. If anybody wants to learn a little bit more about the beekeeping and a bit the the deeper insights, you can go to listen to the other episode that we recorded with Kristen roughly a year ago. 
So there's a little bit more insights about that. But let's talk a little bit about the products that you make. I mean, you have quite a list already. I think last year you were kind of only with the lip balm. That was the winner as well last year. But this year you have Bodybuilding Bar nominated and also other products in the line. So please share more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was quite interesting because like you said, I started quite simple with a lip balm. It uh, turned out that... Um, People like the fact that I don't use any water in my products and that means that they don't disappear from one second to another in your skin but they last longer and also on your skin and um, yeah the products are actually very much for sensitive skin and caring and nourishing. People started using my lip balm on their elbows and on their legs and knees and other body parts and I thought what <laughs> that's amazing that can't actually be that you use a lip balm on all over your body so i developed a um, body balm bar which is actually a solid lotion bar that was product number two and then i developed the body peeling bar and that happened out of a need of my customers actually because um, they're having skin problems a lot of them they were using or are using scrubs or peelings containing salt and that was or is too harsh for their skin so I developed a uh, solid sugar scrub you can say and not using any kind of chemical ingredients or water in my products so that that's why my products are always in a solid form and that minimizes the waste like uh, there is actually no waste in my products now that People are looking for ecological and more sustainable options then obviously this uh, zero waste thinking is really becoming bigger and bigger so it's amazing to hear that you're doing everything with that in mind yeah and that actually came almost out of a coincidence because my main focus is actually uh, using as few ingredients as possible so in all my products i only use like three or four ingredients and that's it that's amazing well let's talk a little bit about the ingredients then because obviously you produce some of them on your own in the bee farm and then you add only very few so would you like to share a little bit about all the ingredients that you use and how are they actually beneficial then for the skin yeah so to start with the body peeling bar which is nominated this year the difference to other peeling bars is that my main ingredient is actually the sugar, ecological sugar. And I put a vegetable soap base and beeswax in it to make it solid. While other peeling bars, you have kind of the soap base and then you add some sugar to make a little bit uh, peeling. So I did it the other way around. So in my peeling bar, I have ecological sugar. Then I use beeswax for the consistency and a Cosmos certified uh, vegetable soap base and calendula oil. All right, quite a mix. Would you like to share a little bit about the beeswax? Obviously, it comes from your farm as well. What is the best part of it and what does it do to the skin? The beeswax in this case is only uh, for the consistency. It is actually the uh, calendula oil, which is uh, the nourishing part in this case and uh, gives some. Uh, not a healing effect but it makes that uh, the sugar doesn't turn out too harsh the uh, peeling bar is also there 
to function. The consistency of the bar that it's not too harsh or too soft. I think it's 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 just the uh, the components are just there to support each other. In terms of that, it works because my main focus is also that I am developing my natural care products to show that uh, these things also work. <laughs> there are people, and there are still people, and which think that handmade uh, products are made of honey and beeswax. They are like, yeah, okay, it's handmade, you know, and therefore not perfect. Or do they actually work, you know, uh, compared to uh, the uh, traditional products you can buy in every store? But uh, my focus is really to show that they work, yeah, and you really don't have to use any preservative to make it work. No. Mm. And exactly when you don't use water, then you don't need preservatives either because oil-based products preserve themselves. It is more difficult because um, it's nice and people say, wow, you're only using these few ingredients, but the few ingredients you use, the more difficult it is to put them together and actually uh, have a product in the end <laughs> so that you can use it, yeah, because uh, you don't have that many ingredients to work with. So mm. it's not like... Uh, made from one day to another it takes time yeah of course and then you want to do everything well as well with the packaging included if so and everything else so i'm sure it, it's always quite a process to develop new products yeah if, if we come to the packaging then i can say that uh, i thought it was said that uh, there are shampoo bars and soap bars and all these uh, solid products which are being sold right now or which they sell on the market right now. And no product comes actually with a travel tin. How can I say in, in a convenient packaging? So you can actually uh, take it with you when you travel. And that's what I thought I want to do different because I have combined it and my product is already in a travel box, you can say. What everybody who makes solid bars um, say you know about their own product that it's good for traveling but uh, in the end they don't skip the thing with the product you know you have to buy it separately or you don't know how to store your product and take it with you so it's i combined it and made a, a solution for that yeah exactly what about i mean i don't know if you want to give any sneak peeks to our listeners that what's going to be new at hunting pala do you have any new products coming out or new thoughts or directions you want to go to? Yeah, it's quite interesting because I also have a honey soap, which is also which based on the uh, vegetable soap base and honey and calendula oil, also free ingredients is only. The funny thing is now I'm out on the markets or the fairs, talk directly to customers. And uh, that's amazing because you get so many new ideas. And what's new, and now we can also talk about the uh, industry changing, is that uh, a lot of people are asking about shampoo bars. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that means that there's actually a general interest coming also here in Denmark to, like you said before, thinking zero waste, thinking more environment but also thinking new ways and knowing that actually the solid products are working mm. this has been quite a shift because shampoo has taken quite a while for a lot of people to maybe do the change to the solid bars or try them they seem very scary to a lot of people so it's 
So that's nice to see that it, it's moving forward. Exactly. But the thing is that also that uh, no one actually knows a solid uh, lotion bar or something, you know, I mean, or a peeling bar, no one. But shampoo bar is really kind of trending here in Denmark, at least. People were telling me, why should we uh, buy your lotion bar or your peeling bar and then buy the shampoo bar somewhere else? I mean, can you not have everything in one place? So I guess my next uh, product could be a shampoo bar, actually, because it's the what I can hear from customers, yeah. And that's amazing that you speak directly with customers and you're very open about the ingredients and let's say transparent in general in your making. Would you like to share a little bit about your thoughts about the beauty industry or cosmetics industry and the transparency that is usually lacking and why you wanted to make very differently yourself? That's actually um, my biggest advantage that I am so transparent and authentic because I have actually the story to share. My products are being made actually here. I do it myself. I do them myself, handmade, and I have the bees in the backyard. So um, I can't be more authentic. And I really want to um, let the people know that I'm real and you can't do it any other way. I definitely share the ingredients because it's so important these days that people are building up the trust first and want to see the person behind and uh, how actually everything happens and and how it is working before they start buying like you know that there are so many products uh, on the market you have to do it differently and you have to give them something else and like the whole package yeah it's of course about the product but um, they can also relate much more if they can see the person behind it's easier for them to relate and then the next step will be buying and trying out the products. Mm. Hmm. I think I asked you this also last year, but I'd like to know how do you see the future of cosmetics or beauty industry, perhaps in the coming times or far in the future? Last year, I was a little bit skeptical. The thing is that I think now it's getting super interesting because uh, I can definitely see a change in people and uh, they are more open and willing to try new things and actually really want to uh, contribute in their own way as well helping the environment or nature or also give something back. I'm actually looking very much forward to um, also the next year, also when I have uh, developed new products or actually I develop only products which customers request because uh, this is the only way I know that there's a market for it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I think it's going the right way. Yeah, obviously, I think that's a very sustainable way of working and creating new products and business that you only create them for need and you don't create something that you don't know if, if it's needed. Yeah, I am surprised how fast changes happening, you know, like in people, their opinion. And uh, of course, everything has to be zero waste. Of course, there's no plastic. I mean, it, it's not even... It's not even it has to be. It's not that it's a nice thing that there's no plastic or anything. It, it, it has to be. It's not really a question anymore going to the future. Yeah. Obviously, we can see this behind the awards as well, that a lot of more solid products are coming up and more and more true sustainable brands are there. So this is just 
amazing to see it. Obviously, you're one in the forefront as well. So, and yeah, I heard from um, from other people who are also on Instagram. I mean, they're having their little company going there, and um, people are asking them, why don't you never show yourself or behind the scene and and who you are and and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I also talk with other entrepreneurs. People really want to see more, uh, knowing that it's real. You know. Yeah, everybody kind of expects nowadays the open kitchen to see what's going on in the kitchen to to actually buy. Yeah. What about uh, where can people find and buy your products? I mean, you have a web store. So everything is online. Honingpala.bk And uh, of course, Instagram right now. But please, uh, yeah, take a look at my homepage, honingpala.bk. Yeah, exactly. And then on Instagram, it's very easy to send you a DM as well to learn more or talk with you or ask questions. And I answer to all the questions, <laughs> <laughs> either on email or DM, like you just said. On Instagram, um, my name is Honing Perla. That's as easy as it can be. Exactly. I will link all the handles below in the show notes as well. So anybody who's super excited now can click directly from there. But thank you for this wonderful chat, Christine. And I hope to see you very soon. Yeah. Thank you, Sato. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry and unheard behind scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!